and Johnny. On Windsor's new number one hit music station. Come on. 93.9 Virgin Radio. Good morning. Did I just look up traditional Greek dance music on YouTube? Maybe. But it's a big deal because yesterday I tried my first ever honey balls at the Carousel of Nations. It's 93.9 Virgin Radio. I'm Hannah. Johnny is off this week. So we stopped by four different villages yesterday. Obviously the Greek village where we got a souvlaki and the honey balls. That was the most requested village on the text line over the weekend. But we also went to the Caribbean village for rum punch and Jamaican patties. And we went to the Polish village for pierogies, cabbage rolls, and sauerkrauts. And also the Hungarian village for goulash and palachinta, which... That might have been a favorite of mine, not going to lie. What did you get up to for Father's Day weekend? Did you hit up the fair downtown on the Midway? Maybe you went to Taste of Tecumseh or Carousel of Nations like we did. It is happening again this weekend, too, if you missed it. You can text me 1093.9. The Wither Report is on the way in about seven minutes, and you have a 95% chance of it raining celebrity and trending updates. I love it. Love the morning. Anna and Johnny on, on, on Windsor's new number one hit music station. 93.9 Virgin Radio. It's the Wither Report with Hannah Witherby on 93.9 Virgin Radio. The Joe Bros are being inducted into the Hollywood Walk of Fame for 2023. So this list of new inductees include the Jonas Brothers, Lenny Kravitz, Pentatonix, and Blake Shelton. Did you know, though, that if you want a star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame, you have to pay $50,000 as a fee for installation and maintenance, and they're actually chosen by the Hollywood Chamber of Commerce from hundreds of submissions. But how many times do you think you have to apply in order to actually get approved for a star? Isn't that, like, slightly embarrassing to keep applying and they keep saying no? It's like your friend with a 1,000 Instagram followers who keeps trying to get verified on Instagram. That's shady, but it's true. And here is somebody who's going to have no problem getting his own star one day. Harry Styles. Yep, duh. Harry Styles sold out Wembley on Saturday night. The crowds looked absolutely massive, and it started pouring rain during his set, and he just stayed out there. Everybody stayed with him. They were having a good time. Niall was there, his former One Direction bandmate, and he sang What Makes You Beautiful by One Direction. It was a full circle moment. Take a listen. What a wild moment that must have been. So Niall was actually watching him sing that song from the crowd, but how bad do you think he wanted to jump up there on stage and sing along? Everybody would have died. It would be so good. And of course, Father's Day was yesterday. Drake got a Father's Day gift this year. It was something else. So he is a dad to Adonis, who's four years old. And Adonis's mom, she's a French artist named Sophie Brousseau. She made this painting, and it's Drake's face from his Nothing Was The Same album cover. You know the iconic, it's like the Drake profile with the clouds in the background, but then it's kind of like a longer, skinnier version, and then Adonis's face is looking back at him, Drake's son. So she painted it all by herself, and the post says, Happy Father's Day at Champagne Poppy. So grateful for the amazing father you are to our son. 
It's adorable. We'll share the picture to our Instagram at Virgin Radio Windsor. And Lil Nas X has a new song coming out soon called Late to the Party. It throws some shade at the BET Awards after he wasn't nominated for the second year in a row. So this is how his song kicks off. BET. BET. So we'll have to see if they uh, respond to that. But the actual song itself, Late to the Party, sounds so good. Here's a little sneak peek. Don't try me. You better say that for somebody else. Don't try me. Can't be late to the party. Sounds like such a bop. Can't wait to hear that. I'm sure when Johnny is back, he'll take us through it on Bop or Flop when it is out. And on the way, asking for a friend. Yes, it's Johnny's segment, but he is off this week. And today, there's a really spicy problem. If you have a lot of weddings that you're going to this summer, you're definitely going to want to hear this one. A woman brought her baby to a child-free wedding because she assumed that her RSVP made it okay. How does that happen? I don't know. You'll find out. That's next. Hannah and Johnny. On Windsor's new number one hit music station. 93.9 Virgin Radio. Is this weird? It might be weird, but there's no judgment here. So go ahead and see what's on your mind. It's Asking for a Friend on 93.9 Virgin Radio. See, we say no judgment here, but sometimes there is a little bit of judgment. If you were getting married and your wedding invites said no children, please... How mad would you be if somebody brought their infant baby anyway? One of our listeners wants to know if it was wrong for her to take her 10-month-old baby to a wedding, even though the couple explained that they had limited capacity and no children would be allowed. So she says, My baby was 10 months old at the time, and I wasn't comfortable leaving him alone in an unfamiliar place with a stranger, which was a babysitter that some of the other cousins going to the wedding had hired for their own kids. So she didn't want to leave her baby with a stranger, so she decided to bring the baby to the wedding. She says she wrote on the RSVP that she would be attending with her baby as her plus one, but she would bring her own food for him. And the bride didn't reply. She assumed that everything was fine. Fast forward to the wedding, and yeah, she was the only person there with a child. So she said, my baby cried at the ceremony, but I quickly took him out of the room. At the reception, I had him with me the whole time in a body carrier. He didn't make much of a fuss. I thought everything was okay. Narrator, it was not okay. The bride eventually confronted her and told her that it was rude of her to show up with the baby. And other guests were also upset because it looked like she'd gotten special treatment under the no kids rule. Because they all had to get their kids babysitters for the night. And she was bringing her 10-month baby. But she says, I didn't mean to start any drama. I thought since I brought my own food and RSVP'd saying that the baby was coming and nobody responded, everything was going to be fine. So she's saying, is this wrong? Was she wrong to bring her baby to this wedding? You can let me know on text. 10939. You can call me 519-792-6040. We have a text that just came in. It says, just dot, 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 don't go to the wedding. If you don't want to leave your baby with a stranger, staying home is always an option. Yeah. Hannah Witherby and Johnny Parks. In the morning. On 93.9 Virgin Radio. I want to know what you think about this asking for a friend, about the lady. She brought her baby to the wedding as her plus one, and she fed it herself 
but she said the bride was still mad. Like, what do you think about that? I think there's a lot of things that go into play there. Like, if they explicitly said there's no children, but they invited this person knowing they have a small child, I mean, it is it is what it is. I feel like people, people don't understand how much care goes into, like, having a small kid and, like, finding someone who can take care of a, a kid or a baby or however old the kid was. It's 10 months. So, yeah, it requires a yeah, lot of care, for sure. Exactly. So it's not like you can really leave a 10-month-old just with a babysitter or something. Like, they need a lot of attention and everything and I don't know if they didn't disrupt the the wedding then what's the big deal I guess yeah it's they said it cried for like a little bit but she immediately like took it outside for the ceremony so uh she didn't think it was that big of a deal but the bride was pretty upset yeah I don't know I feel like people just invite people without taking into account that this is gonna happen that they have to have their kid or whatnot and they expect everything to go exactly how they want it and sometimes it doesn't so did you have kids at your wedding uh, no, I also only had like 13 people at my wedding, including my wife and I. So okay, fair. There was, so it was very, very small. <laughs> See, for our wedding, I'm thinking about having like a no kids wedding. Don't bring your kids. But that being said, we don't really know anyone with like infant potato babies at this point in our lives. Yeah, and that's the thing. If, if you make that explicit and say like if you can't come because of the kid, then that's fine. Like no hard feelings. So the fine print underneath the invitation is going to be like a mile long being like, you can only bring your kid under this circumstance. And if not, it's this. And then if this, yeah. it's this. <laughs> Make sure you sign this contract yeah. uh, with three drops of blood. and <laughs> Standard message rates apply. More with Hannah and Johnny in the morning. Next. For asking for a friend, we just recently talked to Ed who said it was fine that the guest brought this 10-month-old baby to the wedding, even though the bride said no kids. And Jen had some things to say about that. And Jen has a lot of things to say because she's actually the one who calls in and complains every time Johnny does a surprise serenade or sings in any sort. So we thought we'd call her back just to get her point of view. Good morning, Hannah. Hi, Jen. How's it going? Good. Good. I miss you. I feel like we haven't spoken on the phone in a really long time. Yes. Yeah, so usually it's usually once a week. It hasn't, it's been probably over a month. Well, it's probably because uh, Johnny has been doing less surprise serenades, so you don't call us as much complaining about it anymore. <laughs> that has been pleasant, yes. <laughs> you did one for Father's Day, and you're like, I'll allow this, I'll allow this, whatever. <laughs> okay, I wanted to know what you thought about the asking for a friend. So the woman brought her 10-month-old baby to the wedding, even though it said no kids, but she RSVP'd with the kid as her plus one, and she brought her own food, and nobody said anything to her after she did that. So you still think that that's wrong? I think she was selfish. Uh-huh. You do not bring, if it says no kids, you don't bring kids. And it happened to me, because I said no kids, and someone brought one kid, and everyone came up to me and said, you know, that's not fair. I go, listen, uh, what do you want me to do? Like, yeah. I, I said no kids. And as for the woman replying, oh, me and my baby will be there, she should have physically called the bride and said, listen, I need to bring the baby. If I can't, then I can't go. And the bride would have said, don't bring the baby. I'm sorry, I can't make an exception for you because, and then I'd have to make an exception for everybody. Exactly, and that's another thing people don't really realize is all the other guests who did get babysitters were like, exactly. what the heck? You know? I was yelled at by like five people, and I'm like, listen, I what do you want me to do? Like, I specifically said no, no, no children, and like, at this point, it was like, my second cousin, she brought him, and, and, and she's like, Jen, what do you want me to do? My whole family's here. I had no one to watch the, the child, and I, 
And I'm torn in the middle. I've got people saying, oh, it's not fair. And I've got her saying, I have no one. I'm like, you know what? I just need a drink. <laughs> <laughs> um, how old was the kid who was there? Oh, he wasn't a baby, thank God. He yeah. was like five years old. So, yeah. Yeah, I wouldn't. Uh, a baby at my wedding would be like um, Johnny singing. I, I don't do kids very well and especially <laughs> screaming. <laughs> whoa, 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 what's going on? Hannah and Johnny. On Windsor's new number one hit music station. 93.9. Virgin Radio. Text line is lighting up over this asking for a friend. Our listener was wondering if she was in the wrong for bringing her 10-month-old baby to a wedding that said no kids. Even though she did bring the baby its own food and RSVP'd with the baby as her plus one. And the bride slash groom never responded otherwise. So, 1093.9, the bride did get mad at her at the wedding for doing this. Christina Bouchard texted in. Our friend Christina from Bouchard Gardens. She says, the kids at wedding thing is such a hot topic. I was in my best friend's wedding and she said no kids, which I actually understood. Myself and her maid of honor both have two young boys. My best friend knew we would be busy with parenting and we'd have more fun if the kids weren't there, but she also allowed my kids to come to the ceremony since my youngest is her godson. We talked about it all before the wedding and made a plan that worked for everybody. So moral of the story, talk to the bride way in advance. Maybe she would have been okay with that one person bringing her kid if she showed a bit of respect first. Christina said, I was happy to see my kids there at the ceremony and they felt so included by coming, even if it was only for 30 minutes. So it's the best of both worlds for sure. Yeah, communication is definitely key in terms of the bringing a 10-month-old to a wedding thing. Key being, you should probably have like a face-to-face verbal conversation about it beforehand or at least over the phone. Danielle texted into 10939. She says, the only kids allowed at my wedding are my kid and my niece and only because they're in the wedding party. And then we have another text. Um, It says, a baby is not a kid. That's true. A baby is a lot harder to care for. It's a lot harder to find a babysitter for a baby and things like that. So it's really interesting. Whose side are you on? Are you team bride? She shouldn't have brought the 10-month-old even though she warned them ahead of time. Or are you team she had to bring the baby? She didn't want to leave it with a stranger. She had nothing else to do. You can text me 10939. You can call 519-792-6040. It is Pulse Malone. He's just become a new dad too. Anna Witherby and Johnny Parks. Wake up, wake up. Yeah. 93.9. Virgin Radio. About to start somebody's week with some free gas. Let's call today's Fill Your Tank account winner. Hello? Hey, is this Laura? It is. Hey, Laura. It's Hannah from Virgin Radio. How's it going? Good. How are you? (laughs) Good. You're kicking off your week with 100 bucks of free gas. Thank you so much. I appreciate that. Oh, no problem at all. Are you still at home? Have you gone to work yet? Uh, no, I was just at home. Yeah, thank you. I heard Off your today. dog. What's your dog's name? Uh, Hazel. Aw, hi, yeah. Hazel. Well, I'm sure Hazel likes uh, car rides, too. Yeah, she does. Thank you so much, Hannah. And by the way, I love your show. You guys are really awesome. It's oh, thank fun you. Fun to listen to. You always have really cool, interesting things to talk about, and I enjoy your show a lot. So. Oh, my God, you're such a doll. Well, I'm glad that it Great finally job. paid off, and uh, we could pay you back for that a little bit. <laughs> I love it. Thank you so much. No problem. Um, I was just calling to tell you the good news. Promo is going to contact you later on how to get your check, okay? Oh, okay. Very cool. Money, money, money. Thank you, Hannah. (laughs) Yeah. Wake up. Wake up. Hannah Witherby and Johnny Parks. 93.9. Virgin Radio. So, Chris, what did your family end up doing for Father's Day? My son um, wanted to do something on his own for dad. 
not us taking him out and buying stuff or giving him things to color. So he went outside in our garden and found a rock and drew eyes on it and gave it to his dad and said, here's your pet rock (laughs) for Father's Day. (laughs) Oh, my gosh, that's awesome. What did he do after that? Well, he came up to him and he goes, Daddy, I have something for you. And he goes, what is it? Which, I mean, most toddlers, you kind of got to be leery sometimes of what they're handing you. Definitely. And he's like, well, you got to put your hand out. It's a surprise. So my husband reluctantly put his hand out and he sticks this rock in his hand. And he goes, that's your pet rock, daddy. He's like, okay, thanks, I guess. And he goes, look, I even put eyes on him. And that's when my husband lost it and started laughing. Because he took the extra effort to draw a face on the rock. Yes, the eyes, they make it. And then he names the pet Rock Dwayne the Rock Johnson, or Dad the Rock Johnson. Something along those lines. Hannah Witherby and Johnny Parks. The only way to wake up. 93.9 Virgin Radio. It is time for What's the Fact? Fact. Fact. Did you know? that in France, it's actually illegal to eat at your desk at work. It all started in 1894, so this has been going on for, like, hundreds of years, and it was because of germ concerns. They didn't want people spreading germs in all the factories and the warehouses by eating so close together, and gradually, over the decades, the lunch outside of the workplace in France kind of, like, became a treasured part of their culture. So then COVID came around in February of 2021. The lunch break law was actually put on pause for safety reasons. And they had a big public debate about whether it was time to like repeal the law for good and let people eat at their desks again, eat in the lunchroom at work again. But they actually reinstated it. So the lunch law suspension expired this year. And French workers are going back to the daily ritual of sharing a meal outside of the workplace. So my question is, do you love this idea or hate this idea, not being able to eat lunch at work. Because honestly, I love a good gremlin lunch, eating lunch in the dark, at your desk, not talking to anybody. <laughs> it's like a ritual for me. Is that weird? Woo! Waking you up. Come on, hey. Hannah Witherby and Johnny Parks. It's just fun. 93.9 Virgin Radio. Virgin Radio, do you think we should steal France's law from hundreds of years ago? where it's illegal to eat at your desk at work. Most of the text line supports, you know, us getting some fresh air and sunshine at lunchtime. Gwen texted into 10939 saying, I wish my work kicked us out at lunch. There are no windows in my dentist's office, but it always seems like too much work to leave. Yeah, we definitely feel the no windows thing in the studio. Anytime we're doing traffic or weather, we're like, what is it outside? Help us out. But I would be sitting outside eating in my car in our sketchy parking lot if they were kicking us out for lunchtime here. So, Maria, you said you're a bit of a car cook connoisseur, and you can actually cook things by leaving them on your dashboard. That could especially be helpful in the next couple of days. So what kind of things can you actually make? I can make ramen noodles. I can make ramen that way. It's really it's really nice. Uh, SpaghettiOs, ravioli, any kind of leftovers, really. Uh, another one is, oh, warms up my bologna nicely, too. I like warm bologna. <laughs> I like warm bologna. There were so many things Johnny would say about that if you were here. Good morning. Anna Witherby and Johnny Parks. Every morning, 93.9 Virgin Radio. The moment you've been waiting for. How many Father's Day shoutouts did Nick Cannon get 
on Father's Day yesterday. So if you are wondering, Nick Cannon has six kids currently and two more kids on the way. First off, we have got Bree. She is currently pregnant by Nick with a baby boy. She shouted him out on Instagram saying, you are the most gentle, loving, present human. I don't know how you do it, but we're just super thankful that you do. Happy Father's Day to Baby C's Super Daddy. We love you so much. Can't wait to celebrate you. All right, that's one. Shout out. Second, we've got Abby De La Rosa. So Nick already has twins with her, and she's also currently pregnant and expecting another child by Nick. So they will have three kids together. She shouted him out on Instagram saying, Happy Father's Day at Nick Cannon. We are so grateful for you, Papa. That is two. Now, my personal favorite, Brittany Bell. She actually made fun of the whole situation, and I love it. So they share two kids together, and she paid somebody to write a song about him on Cameo. She hired this guy, Yitet who is a, a rising YouTuber from Vietnam. And Yi Tets composed this little Father's Day song for him on Cameo. The caption said, I couldn't let this go to waste to a father who could use some help counting. Happy Father's Day at Nick Cannon. And this was the song. Happy Father's Day, Nick from Brittany. Take care of yourself. Golden and powerful. Loved you. Great dad. Just slow down in time to rise. To the 22, I love bitches and I love you. Happy Father's Day, Nick from Brittany. So there was a lot of freestyle in there, but the point of the song was Happy Father's Day. Maybe slow down for a minute. Love that. Nick responded underneath the video saying, Verified, yo, you are hilarious. Best Father's Day gift ever. I love you. So he's got a sense of humor about it, too. I have some important news for you. Anna Witherby and Johnny Parks. Can I get in on this? On 93.9 Virgin Radio. Can you name this Ludacris song? Well, technically it's a verse on a song. For tickets to see Ludacris live at Caesars on August 12th. Oh, yeah, you bet your butt. I'm 34. That was that was basically grade 8, 9, 10. That whole era. Trunk rattling, what's happening, huh? I don't even think I need to speed. Bass traveling, bass crackling, huh? Turn it up and make the speakers bleed. Dirty South, we brawling, dog. It's O, which is featuring well, it's Ludacris and Sierra. Oh, right oh. here. Good morning. Hannah Witherby and Johnny Parks. On 93.9 Virgin Radio. This big Shoppers Drug Mart beauty brand just filed for bankruptcy. So you might want to go and stock up on some of your favorite products just in case they disappear after the fact. So the once huge beauty brand Revlon has fired, fired, filed for Chapter 11 bankruptcy. And this is mainly after celebrity-backed beauty labels and also a wee little thing called Major Debt affected their bottom line. So it seems like all uh, famous people have beauty lines now. Ariana Grande, Halsey, Kylie Jenner, Rihanna, Kim Kardashian. They're doing some serious damage to Revlon's competitiveness in the beauty industry. But there is a silver lining. That Chapter 11 part lets the company stay in operation while it strategically reorganizes its business plan, a.k.a. gets its bleep together. So that is good news if you're worried about the availability of your favorite blush, maybe your favorite nail polish color, because you should still be able to find it on shelves, at least for the next little bit. They might discontinue some of their lesser-selling products, but for now, so far, so good. Revlon's sales lagged over the years. In 2021, it fell 22% from its 2017 levels. 
and shares have fallen more than 80% just since the beginning of this year alone. So Revlon really fumbled the bag, just like Skype did to Zoom at the beginning of COVID. Virgin Radio. More Hannah and Johnny next. Forget hot girl summer. This year is all about cringe girl summer, and it helps us live our best lives. You're saying, hey, Hannah, what is cringe girl summer? Okay, well, Cole's notes, for the next three months, you are going to allow yourself to be as embarrassing as possible because why not? Cringe girl summer is about, direct quote here, letting the soft animal of your body love what it loves. That's according to a cringe girl summer professional, or in other words, being as supremely annoying as you want to without worrying about the judgment of others. And you know what? Cringe does look different for everybody. So what's cringe to one may not be cringe to another. Think posting about how much you love your partner without worrying that everybody's making fun of you. Maybe taking nonstop photos of every meal you order and posting them on Instagram. Who cares? Getting Arby's and not hiding the wrappers. That's cringe girl summer. Shamelessly reading Fifty Shades at the beach. Just things like that. It's acceptable. It's fine now. We've been through it. And it also can include celebrating distinctly American franchises that are typically considered a little bit tacky, such as the Cheesecake Factory and Hot Topic, this article says. Um, do you know what this means? Olive Garden. It's raining breadsticks. And nobody can stop us. What's going on, everybody? For more Hannah and Johnny, check out 93.9 Virgin Radio. Weekday mornings, 6 to 10.